I'm your host, Fit Sid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO, where we go balls deep into the reality of what people are really thinking. Now let's get into it. Dirty CEO. Testing, testing. Hey guys, it's Sydney, and I am not back. I am here and I am starting a podcast. I'm so excited to be on here and talking. I have no idea what I'm doing though. So bear with me. If I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's probably because I'm getting lost in my own thoughts and talking to a microphone. But um, hi, my name is Sydney. If you don't know who I am, um, I'm also known as like Fit Sid, Fit Sydney on the internet. I have been on the internet since I was 12 years old. That is a really long time. And the, and I'll tell you all about like myself a little, little bit more in a second. But like, hi, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. Um, I'm getting over having COVID right now. So I have like a little silly cough. So if you happen to hear it or hear me taking these deep breaths like that, that's just because, you know, I'm having trouble breathing. <laughs> Shout out to COVID for that. But um Yeah. So first of all, I have been on the internet since I was 12 years old. If you know who I am, then you know that I do adult um, films and I do porn and OnlyFans and all these fun different things. Uh, And I've been doing YouTube since I was 12. But um, yeah, it all started out with YouTube. And I did YouTube at 12, made like makeup and fashion videos. Then I got into fitness. Then I kind of blew up on Snapchat where I was getting like a lot of views. And at that time, When I was blowing up on Snapchat, it wasn't a premium snap or anything. It was just like my normal public story. Um, And I was a bikini barista. I was actually driving a 1997 Mercury Villager. So if you need to Google that, you can do that. Uh, It's like a minivan and it was green. And um, I was driving that. caught on fire twice. And I was just like kind of living that, you know showing off my body life, but also trying to make it, but trying to make money at the same time. And it caught on fire twice. And in Arizona, which is where I live, it was 120 degrees both times it caught on fire. So uh, I didn't realize it caught on fire the first time. I, I literally drove it all the way home with smoke coming out of it, thinking, oh, well, it's just steaming. <laughs> Turns out it was on fire under the hood. But uh, I was also sweating and I just thought it was my AC was broken. Turns out I was sweating because it was on fire inside the car. <laughs> and it was a minivan. So I drove it all the way home and I was lucky that my neighbor told me it was actually on fire and he helped me put it out. And like, he's a mechanic and he was like, I don't know if this is fixable. And my mom's like, it is fixable. So um, yeah, that's like that. That's kind of where I was at right before I started porn. And then... I don't know if I should say this on this podcast because I feel like it's going to cause issues in my personal life, but you know what? There's a YouTube video about it, so I'm going to repeat it and say it. But uh, the whole reason why I got into porn, I was a bikini barista and I was, I had just had a breakup with my first love, you guys. I was living one of those like mid, not a midlife crisis or anything, but I was definitely like in the stage of my life where like, I was like, wow, like. I don't know what I'm going to do now, blah, blah, like no one likes me. And I had been back in the dating game and um, my mom had kicked me out of the house and I was only staying with her for like two months. I don't even know if we made it to the two month mark, but she kicked me out uh, because her partner was not uh, 
did not like living with me. And it was just because I didn't grow up with like as many rules as some other people. Um, and this person that was living with my mother was not used to someone being an adult and like being able to come home and, you know, do things when they want to. I, I felt like I was pretty respectful, but you know, when you get older, there's differences. So I ended up getting kicked out. I lived in my car for a little bit and my mom, she actually would come to the bikini stand to see what I was doing, what, where, if I was working or not to kind of come and see me. Cause after she kicked me out, it was like obviously very hurtful. And, um, I was really struggling with like money being able to pay my bills and actually the bikini place that I was part of, I don't know if I can talk about this either, but um, <clears throat> they just had a lawsuit where they settled and I got a little check and uh, I guess they didn't even pay me what I was supposed to be paid. Um, they were paying me like nothing. And now it all makes sense because I probably would have been able to survive a little bit more if I was being paid the proper amount, but I wasn't. So... Um, yeah, my mom, I was working at this bikini place and I was posting on Snapchat and I gained like a pretty big following because I was still doing fitness. Like I was working out, going to work, just doing my thing. And I was on my feet all day at this bikini shop and it was awesome, bikini coffee shop. And it was awesome because like I liked working there a lot. So that's why I didn't ever question the pay. I just assumed that it was a really like low income job. Um, turns out though that they just weren't paying me the right amount. So during that time when I was working there, I was always posting pictures in a bikini on Snapchat. My Snapchat blew up and a ton of people were watching my stories. And then fast forward to a couple days, you know, after I had been kicked out, I was living in my car and I was doing my thing. It had caught on fire again. It was like 120 out. And I don't know if you guys know, but that, that freeway that's next to Tempe Town Lake, that's where I had to pull over on the HOV lane, like next to that. And I had to leave my minivan there and someone from the bikini shop, bikini coffee shop, uh, came and got me and took me to my shift. And then eventually I came back, figured out what was wrong with my car. But I, I think we did that at like the middle of the night because I think that shift I got off at like 10. And yeah, so I was pretty desperate for money and to fix my car. So I said, Snapchat or Venmo me and see what happens is what I said. And that is the start of how I got into what I do now. So when I said Venmo me and see what happens, I, at first I didn't really think through that I was going to be sending nudes, but when they started sending me like $50, I think that day I made $700. Um, I had never sent nudes or anything. Nothing was out on the internet. So 700 is pretty good, but also you have to think like people were sending a lot of money to see me because I wasn't on the internet and I'd been a YouTuber at that time for like six years. So a lot of people, including a couple people who still will randomly like send me like gift cards and stuff are, th those are the people that like had been watching me before I had turned 18. So, um, and probably fantasized about me, which is kind of gross, but I'm very thankful that those people sent me money because I would not have been able to be where I am right now or like anything, you know what I mean? Like I was in a really shitty situation at the time and I was like really desperate for money. So um, those people sent me money and made $700 the first day and said Venmo me and see what happens. And anytime they Venmoed me, they sent me their snap name and then I would add them on my snap and send them some stuff. And that is how it all started. Um, at the time, it was really funny though, because I was talking to this guy and I didn't think about 
because like this guy wasn't like paying my bills or like taking me out to dinner very much like we were we were both struggling college students so I didn't think how telling this guy after work one day I came back to his place we were gonna hang out and like sleep together and stuff and I go over and his roommate's there and I'm like guys I just made $700 I was like rubbing it in their faces because I was so excited not that I wasn't gonna like take him out to dinner because I was going to and then I thought about it and I was like maybe I shouldn't have said to the guy that I like that I just made $700 sending nudes to random strangers and that was when I had that like aha moment of Either I'm going to have to find someone that's going to be okay with my job or it's not going to work out with this guy because he was like such a freaking good guy, but that was not the type of person he was. He had a huge dick though. Like I'm going to be real with you. He had probably one of the biggest ones I've seen, but like he wasn't like sexually confident or anything. So like when I said that and after it came out of my mouth and I saw his reaction, I realized I like messed up and I'm glad I was honest, like super glad I was honest, but that was a really big pivotal point in my life because I realized the people that I'm going to tell that I'm doing this to are either going to accept it and be in my life or they're going to leave my life and it's going to fucking suck, but like I'm going to have to be okay with it. The other thing, too, is, like, about the minivan and everything. He was actually the guy that, uh, the first guy that I, like, dated, like, casually. Like, we weren't serious or anything. We were just, like, a thing. You know what I mean? He was the first one, though, to think that it was cute that I drove a minivan. And he made me feel so, like, I don't know the word, but he never made me feel bad. And he always made me feel special. And he actually called it the MILF mobile. So that was like a running joke. So until I got a new car, uh, I called it the MILF mobile after I met him. And I loved that. I thought it was really funny. So he was like a really good piece to like this part of my life. But we talked a little bit longer. And then like once I continued doing the nudes thing, he never told me I couldn't do it. We just realized that we were not it for each other because like I want someone that'll be cool with that and like I totally understand not everyone's gonna be cool with it but that's why we parted ways but that was like the beginning of the chapter so after that I just continued sending nudes and then it evolved and changed so at first it was nudes and then I and then I made a premium snapchat and I still have a premium snapchat and then after that I um did my first solo videos for OnlyFans, like I made an OnlyFans. And then uh, after that, I did my first boy-girl videos, and that was with a guy that I was dating as well. And uh, I, I love being in relationships, you guys. I, I really do, but it's been a lot harder recently because the last guy that I dated, he really taught me so many amazing things and like what I want in a relationship, which has made it harder to date now. But when I started this four years ago, it was so different. Like I was just looking for someone to love me. So when I bring up how many people I've dated, like I've only had three serious boyfriends, but one boyfriend that was like genuinely serious that I was truly in love with and like will always have love for him, you know? So, uh, yeah. So then, uh, the first guy that I ever filmed with was actually someone that I was like in a relationship with. He was not maybe the nicest of guys, but that was just because I think he had a lot of personal struggles going on. I was still figuring out how to handle 
being in this industry and like how to have boundaries and stuff. And and that partly like probably drove him crazy. And I'm not blaming it on myself or anything, but I want to say like, I feel like I have forgiven him for the things that have happened that he put me through because I think that I have grown and changed so much as a person. And when I first got into shooting porn, I didn't know how to set boundaries. I didn't know how to ease someone's mind because obviously uh, when someone else is fucking your partner, you don't know how to feel about it. Uh, But now I have like a lot better boundaries. I have established things with, you know, the people that I've dated and it's become a lot healthier and it took me a long time to get there. And I also think when I started, I had started filming with that guy in particular. So when I started filming with other people, I honestly, like, best way to put it, when I started filming with other people, I never fell in love with them or anything like that, but I feel like I didn't make it clear enough to him that it wasn't the same, filming with those people versus him. So I think it drove him a little bit crazy. And then, thankfully, we did break up, and, like, I think it was the best for both of us. But he was the first guy that I ever filmed porn with. And then... um Then after that, I filmed my first girl, girl, and my first girl, girl ended up being with someone who was like a great person to film a first time with, but it it ended up going, getting really weird. Like she never communicated with me like properly, which I think is like a really big thing is if you're being vulnerable on the internet with someone, you need to communicate if you're having problems and she didn't. And so sadly, like we're not in communication anymore, but I thought she was a great person to work with. And then the next day, because she was my practice test round, uh, she was a great practice test round, but the next day, I ended up filming with Sarah J on a yacht in Miami with jet skiers around. We were on top of the yacht, then we went in the yacht, and we filmed an entire strap-on scene, and it was, like, so epic and amazing, and, like, Sarah J, first of all, is one of, like, the OGs. If you don't know who she is, she's been doing porn for, like, 17 years now, And she is someone that, you know, you could show your dad a picture of her and I bet he would know who she is. You could show your boyfriend, girlfriend, they, them, whatever. You could show anyone a picture and they will know who the fuck she is. Like, she's got huge knockers and yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, like, Sarah J is, like, amazing. And she made me feel so comfortable when we were shooting. And I'll probably go into, like, a whole nother. I've shot multiple scenes with her. If you want to see my scenes with her, go to my OnlyFans. Um, you can actually go to my OnlyFans by just typing in OnlyFans.com slash FitSid. Um, or you can go to FitSid.com, which is my website. And I have my OnlyFans link there as well. But I have, like, multiple episodes with Sarah and or not episodes (laughs) I have multiple scenes with Sarah at this point but my first scene with her she made me feel so much better because I was really like scared I didn't want to let her down um I didn't know what I was doing like I have definitely like been eaten out by girls a lot before this but I hadn't really like I don't know eaten that many girls out before that she was really like the first full experience that I had especially like with how much experience she had, I was like pretty nervous, but she made me feel so good and like, you know, just different. I ended up meeting Dommy. He was the guy that was videotaping it and he's awesome as well. Shout out to you, Dommy, if you're listening. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I just, 
I just, I'm, I'm very thankful that I had met and worked with Sarah and Dami and like Dami is the one who, you know, really opened doors for me in Miami with people to shoot with, because when I was so new and didn't like have that much experience, like I needed someone to, you know, guide me. And that first shoot really helped me see like what professionalism is like. And I tried to pay attention to how professional Sarah is, but how personal she is. Uh, when she noticed that I was getting nervous because we were sweating pretty badly. It was like May in Miami, which is pretty fucking hot. And we were in the middle of like, it was sunny. It, we were in the water, like, you know. She even like said like, oh, I love sweaty kitty, you know. Um, she was like, oh, I love sweaty pussy. You know how much better that makes you feel if you're sweating? And she was sweating too, but like I was more nervous because I wanted to make sure that like, it was a good experience and the way she said it and the way she just like licked her lips at like right before doing it i was like okay this makes me feel better um the experience itself overall was amazing the footage looks great um and she and i ended up like hitting it off so i really enjoyed working with her but yeah so that was my first like lesbian experience <clears throat> so i'd done boy girl with the guy i was dating lesbian and then i eventually got into shooting boy girl sex tapes with porn guys porn stars and that is the craziest thing is like this journey it didn't just start one day with me like shooting with porn stars like it definitely took me time to like break down my walls be ready to do it because I wanted to be number one I wanted to be comfortable doing what I'm doing and never feel like I was in a situation that I was uncomfortable in but I think that's something that like took time and it did take time but it, it, it was the perfect amount of time and um yeah so now I'm here where I've done orgies I've fucking fucked so many I've I've definitely fucked a lot of porn people and I've loved every second of it I've been doing this for four years most people don't last that long and um I'm really like blessed to have so many people on OnlyFans who appreciate my work and making like those real genuine connections I think a lot of people don't realize like that's something that you lack until you get it and I'm really lucky to have some amazing supporters followers whatever you want to call it and um yeah so here I am that's me that's my journey so far and now I'm starting a podcast I have a YouTube channel um, I'm trying to get back into like working out and stuff but yeah, so like it's pretty crazy because like if you are interested in knowing like more stories, I will be talking a lot about those on here. But that was the crazy thing is I think people assume that you become successful. I consider myself to be successful in the porn industry, by the way. I think a lot of people um, don't realize like success does not mean how many followers you have. Like I'm really lucky that I have a decent sized following, but it's not just about following. It's about like being able to pay your bills, being able to have amazing friends in the porn industry, being able to shoot dope content. And um, I have all of those things and I am so blessed because I would not have that if I didn't have amazing people that wanted to work with me because the people that I shoot content with are absolutely amazing and I wouldn't be able to make the content without them. And then people who are buying it and watching it I would not be able to do this for four years if I didn't have you guys. So I just want to say a huge thank you because I love what I do. I love being able to be creative and I love being able to have sex on camera. But yeah, so basically that is kind of my story on how I got into 
the porn industry, how I got into what I do now. It definitely didn't happen overnight. Um, the, the, the biggest thing I would say is if you are interested in getting into it, you need to think about like consistency, whether you're trying to just be a content creator or what. Yeah. I also like during that time, probably like OnlyFans was the biggest thing that kept me going besides my premium Snapchat. Um, but yeah, I love, I love what I do. I'm very thankful. And all the learning experiences that I've had have been amazing. I have so many crazy stories too. Like it kind of, it kind of blows my mind how you just start and then you don't even think like, I'm not the type of person that's like, if I do this, then I'll do, then I'll end up here in a year. I'm the type of person that just kind of like does it and hopes for the best. And so with this, I was really thankful that I ended up like doing well and being fine. Um, but other people, I feel like that's not what happens, you know? Uh, they get in it and they don't really get anything out of it. And like, I'm really glad that um, I've had really great experiences because if I stop doing porn tomorrow, I have like probably like a hundred crazy stories to tell. So yeah, but I don't know what happens every time I try and like shoot anything. I ended up getting like a million messages on my phone. So I was just like looking and I was getting distracted, but um. Yeah, so basically a little bit more about me. Um, I have three dogs. I am definitely single. Um, I have some dope roommates. Uh, my life my life pretty much revolves around like porn, school. Not really as much school, but like a little bit, you know. Um, making more content. Uh family, and then being on dating apps. So yeah, and spending time with friends too. But my biggest thing is like, I, I focused so much the last four years on myself and like trying to be in relationships and stuff that now I've kind of realized I need to focus more on myself in different ways. Finding myself having like high quality discussions. So yeah, it's kind of interesting because, like, I I also, like, really love genuine connections. So I have people ask me all the time, like, how am I going to get to know you? And it's, like, just talk to me like a human. Talk to me like like I'm I'm not just an object to you. And I, I value that a lot. So, but I have three dogs, um, Chip, Toasty, and Bear. Bear and Chip are right now, they're on the floor next to me. Chip is 14 weeks, 15 weeks while I'm shooting this pod. And then Bear is one and a half. He's a black Aussie and Chip is a brown, tan, and white Aussie. And then Toasty, you guys may or may not know, he's been on freaking YouTube for like so long. I got him when I was 15 and I've had him for seven years now and it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I've had him for such a long time. He's like my little baby. He's a Pomeranian. And he hates being on camera. So anytime he hears a camera click, he's out. Um, I also used to t Twitch stream and I used to like try and get Toasty to be on camera because people would ask. He hates it. So he's probably never going to make an appearance ever on YouTube again unless like I, I force him with some treats or something. But yeah, I love I love everything though about my life. I'm really happy. I'm trying to have better days overall as well. So like if you are struggling... Just know that if you're struggling with feeling loved 
or having purpose, just know that someone out there, you are definitely their type and they will go crazy over how you look. Um, and take away personality, okay? You could have a rockin' personality and still like have people not go crazy over you. But I promise you are definitely someone's type. I was so surprised when I got into porn that people liked me for who I was. So don't stress. Just know that you are loved and just know that like even if you don't feel valued right now, there is someone out there who will value you. And I have to remind myself of that too. But um, I'm going to end this pod. I'm going to call it a pod. I don't know what I'm going to call it. But but, uh, I'm going to end this right here. I hope that you enjoyed listening. I hope you have a great day, a great night, a great week. And I will talk to you in the next one. I'm going to be uploading these every single week. I haven't decided on a day yet while I'm like recording this, but every week check back. I would love a review if you enjoyed listening. And if you want to share it, I would appreciate that too. I hope that you have a great day, great night. Thank you so much for listening to me jabber on and uh, sit me out. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I would really appreciate a review wherever you're listening. If you could review, follow, subscribe, I would appreciate it so much. I'm just so thankful for your support. If you don't follow me on social media already and you would like to, you can just look up Fit Sydney, F-I-T-S-I-D-N-E-Y on Instagram and Twitter. That'll have all of my socials there. And if you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's just simply Sydney XO. Remember, it's Sydney with an I, not a Y. And I just appreciate you listening. I'll see you next week. Dirty CEO.